First Chronicles 16 and 36. Man, we get into a habit of shouting out the offering song. We're going to have to do a, a, a bike-a-thon or a walk-a-thon or something to pay off this church. But it's all good. God's got it. First Chronicles, the 16th chapter, and the 36th verse said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel forever and ever. Everybody say, Blessed be the Lord. Forever and ever. And all the people said, Amen. And praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. I want to preach to you for just a few minutes. Amen is the proper response. I said, Amen is the proper response. Come on, why don't we praise Jesus in this house for just a minute? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated for just a minute. I want to preach amen. Everybody say amen. Amen. That's why we don't sit still in church and not get behind the preacher because this is biblical that we would say amen. I said it's biblical that we would say amen. Amen means surely. Everybody say surely. It means of a truth. It means so be it. It is an expression of certainty. Amen. In 1 Chronicles, the 16th chapter, they're talking about the goodness of God. The preacher's preaching about how great God is. The preacher was preaching about the wonders of God. How he brought us out of Egypt. How he blessed us. I don't think we ought to sit like a knot on a log when the preacher starts preaching about the goodness of God. Could I get an amen in the house? Amen. When they start preaching about Jesus' name, baptism, it's for the remission of your sins. And when you go down in Jesus' name and you come out, you don't have to pay the price for your sins anymore. Somebody ought to get up and start saying, Amen. Amen says, I believe what is being preached. I believe the word of God. Hallelujah. Hey, just say no to dead church. Hey, man, in the Bible, they didn't have dead church. The Bible said all the people. I wonder how many people were there. The Bible teaches us that maybe there might have been millions of people. I've never heard it, but when I get to heaven, I'm going to hear it. What it sounds like for several million people to say. Amen. God's coming back. And I'm going to make it. Hallelujah. Praise God. They start preaching, Hero Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. 
not three, but he's one. The preacher shouldn't have to preach by himself. There ought to be a congregation uh, that says, uh, amen. Great is the mystery of godliness. Uh, God was manifest in the flesh. Uh, God preached unto the angels. Uh, God appeared unto the Gentiles. It was God that was received up into glory. They start preaching about by his stripes we were healed. Don't sit there and say, well, I ain't healed yet. You want to get a healing? Just start saying, I agree. You ain't going to get a healing if you don't agree that by his stripes uh, we were healed at Calvary. Amen. God is my healer. You know what we ought to do? There's all kind of sick people home right now. Why don't we just pray God to touch them right now? If you believe it, if you don't, just be quiet. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are the great physician. I pray miracle healing virtue upon every sick here, there, in their homes. God touch their bodies. Heal to the uttermost. And everybody say, so much fun to shout amen when it's something that we like. Praise God. I said I love to jump up and down, holler amen, run the aisles, beat the tambourine. When somebody tells me, uh, he that the son has set free uh, is free indeed. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen, I loved all that. I'll tell you what though, you gotta learn how to say amen when you don't like it. You got to learn how to say amen when your flesh is saying, oh, no. Deuteronomy, the 27th chapter. In the 26th verse, this is the uh, like 12th verse of curses. But he's like wearing them out. He's like preaching against everything except oxygen, I think. He's like, he's one of them preachers right there. And he said, cursed be he that confirmeth not all the words of this law to do them. And all the people shall say. Amen. Let me tell you when you got the real Holy Ghost. Not when I'm preaching what you like. I said, not when the word of God is what you like. But when the word of God goes against your flesh uh, and they start saying repent. They say turn from your wicked ways and the people still say. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. 
Just a few more minutes. Hallelujah. Man, when they get up, I say they, I'll just say me. Why not say me? I'm the one that does it. Let's get our pronouns right. Me. Amen. When I stand up and say all liars shall have their place in the lake of fire. Don't say, well, sometimes it's just better to just, well, I couldn't help it, but... When it goes against your flesh, just put your toe on out there. Say amen. I ain't liking how it's feeling, but it's the word of God. I want it. I need it. Amen, 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 amen. I got to tell you something. When they went into captivity, you know what had happened? They had quit saying amen. Somebody's going to help me. The amen corner's going to help me right now. The reason they ended up in Babylon is because they quit saying amen. Because every seven years, the law had to be read to everybody. Every seven years, they heard, you can't bow down to idols. You can't have Hollywood in front of me. You you can't do what the world does. Uh, You can't be like the world is. Uh, And somehow they quit saying amen. It's when you quit saying amen. Saying I quit agreeing with what that word says. Hey, you need to agree whether you like it or you don't like it. I preached to you this morning. A man that can't control his spirit. It's like a city with no walls. My flesh don't like that scripture. I said my flesh don't like that scripture and a bunch more of them. Uh, but my flesh is not giving the response to the word of God. My flesh don't get to respond to the word of God. When it goes against me, it's still. Amen. 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 When they quit saying amen, it meant that they quit believing the word of God. Quit living by the word of God and all of a sudden they ended up in captivity in Babylon for 70 years. Thank God if I could have kept preaching, I would have kept preaching this morning. Time got away. Even with daylight savings, it got away from me. Praise God. And they come back because somebody's got a burden to build the walls. Somebody else gets a burden to build the temple. Somebody else gets a burden to preserve the word of God. His name was Ezra. He was a scribe. The Bible said that these people that used to say amen and then they ended up in a place where the word of God wasn't preached anymore and there wasn't any word when they finally made it back to Jerusalem and Ezra gets up on the pulpit and he opens the word of God You know what come out of their mouth? 
I read it again. I thought, did he read? I don't even know if he started reading. I read it in four or five different versions seeing, did Ezra even read? I don't even know if he read. He just opened the word. And out of their mouth started coming this word. I don't want to go back to Babylon. I want that word. On church, you don't know what you got sometimes. Till it gets stripped away from you. Telling you when they got back in that city. It was like backsliders coming back into the temple. Come on, church. Don't you let the backslider out, amen, you. Hallelujah. They didn't just start saying amen. They started lifting their hands. I can just about watch somebody worship and see whether they're bound up or not by what their hands do. Somebody that can't lift their hands, they got shackles. They still in Babylon. When somebody's hands go up and their mouth opens and they start hollering amen. Before the preacher ever starts preaching, uh, they just start hollering amen. I love that word. I love that word. Amen, I agree. So be it. Man, five more minutes. Have I used that first five up yet? I'm almost getting ready to be done. On the day of Pentecost, 120 got the Holy Ghost. They were all speaking in tongues. Some people say you ain't got to speak in tongues. Well, you ain't reading my Bible. Everywhere in my Bible, they got the Holy Ghost. They spoke with other tongues. Not only that, Jesus said everyone that's born... Everyone that's born again will have a sound. Hallelujah. Thank God for the sound. But they all got the Holy Ghost. They were all speaking in other tongues. And there was people that were there and they wanted to know what on earth was going on. Amen. It's kind of awkward when you see 120 people that are just going, amen, crazy. (laughs) Feeling the joy of the Lord. They wanted to know what was going on. Then Peter began to preach. And let me tell you about Peter. He didn't. He didn't preach anything real nice. Matter of fact, he probably couldn't pastor y'all or y'all couldn't sit under him or Paul. He would ruffle y'all up. It's all right. Smile. Praise God. But he started preaching. And he was pretty ruthless. I'll just be honest with you. It wasn't like, oh, you dear, wonderful People, you future saints, come sit down and let's talk. 
He was throwing down. He looked him in the eye and said, you crucified the Savior. And he started talking about the end of the world. He had the Holy Ghost. He was rapture ready. He was laying it on him, buddy. The moon's going to turn to blood. He was wearing them out. Well, I didn't like the way the preacher preached. Who cares how the preacher preached? It's not the preacher. It's, it's the word. You got to overlook the preaching to get to the word. You got to say amen. So at the end of the message, he said, men and brethren, what shall we do? There was a few of them wanting to know, okay, you got me. You smacked me around. You got, what do I do? What do we do? How do we fix this? And then the man with the keys of the kingdom said, repent. Which means you're going to have to turn from your old life. There's no need in sugarcoating Christianity. If you're not going to turn, you ain't. You're going to burn. I said, if you ain't going to turn, you're going to burn. There's some of it that ain't real nice. He said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And with many other words that he exhort, which means he just kept on wearing them out. He just... And this is what the Bible said. He said, save yourself from this untoward, disgusting. Boy, if you don't see that we're in a filthy, disgusting generation. He said, save yourself from this untoward generation. And then the Bible says this key sentence. Then they that gladly. Praise God. They that gladly received his word were baptized. And the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. You know what the Bible's saying? While he was preaching, it was the amen corner. You know who got into the church? You know who got their sins washed away? Not the offended corner. Not the offended corner. It was the amen corner. The ones that gladly received the word were added unto the church. Stand together with me. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name, come on, why don't you help me pray right now? Come on, I wish somebody would just gladly receive what you've been dealing with. I wish somebody that's been frustrated would just turn around and just gladly receive it. 
I wish somebody get out of the complaining corner and get in the amen corner. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Man, this is, this is the key. You got to quit letting your flesh talk for you. You got to quit letting your flesh make decisions for you. It's amazing that there's pieces of the word that, I mean, I just, they're like no problem to me. And then some people just struggle so hard with what is no problem to me. And I just can't understand why they would struggle with something so simple. But then there's parts of the word that I struggle with. Some people think, how on earth? I just grew up around a bunch of rough people. If you did us wrong one time, we were done with you. Praise God. And then I walk into that church. There's this big old tall white-haired guy and his face is red and veins are popping out. And he's saying, if you don't forgive people, your heavenly Father's not going to forgive you. My flesh is on the ugh. But if I want to make it to heaven, just got to grin and say, Amen. I'm going to get there. Amen. I know that word's right. Amen. I'm striving. Is anybody striving in the house? Hey, do y'all know that old song, I'm striving to make a hundred or something like that? Y'all don't even know that, do you? Is there any older folks in the house? Sister Betty, you know that song? 99 won't do. Sister Monks, you don't know that? We're about to have church now. Sorry, y'all. It's all good. Amen. I'm striving. I'm not perfect, but I still got an amen in my mouth. I said I still got an amen in my mouth. You stomp on my toes, but I still got an amen in my mouth. I'm striving. Lord, I'm striving, trying to make a hundred, ninety-nine and a half won't do. Oh, Lord, I'm striving, trying to make a hundred, ninety-nine and a half won't 
This is real church. Does anybody else know that song? Hey, man, we're going to have a 100 choir. If you know that song, come up here. Y'all are going to sing it to all the rest of them. And then we're going to dismiss. I've seen people singing it, so don't, don't start lying now. Y'all come on up. This is my 100 choir right here. Brother Jerry Martin, I've seen you singing it. Come on, bro. Come on. Sister Monks, was you singing it? Brother Monks, was you singing it? You sure? <laughs> All right. Come on, if you know it, come up here. We're going to sing, or they're going to sing to the rest of y'all. 